This is Channel 253 Sports. Like, what is oh, wrong? man. What is wrong with you? Well, I want to be able to clone Stephen Fry just in case something happens to him and we can... In tw- so in 20 years, you can Whatever. Have- Doesn't matter because he is a fine specimen you know of a Swiss works? human being. I do know how cloning yeah. works. We yeah, would, man, we would totally also... Cloning around. There's nature and then there's nurture. So, so to be clear... To be clear. Your hypothetical proposal... Is to clone our thirty-something-year-old keeper. But if we start with a sheep, just add his DNA to a sheep. It, it's not going to be bad. That's how it works. It's not like that. <laughs> so that in twenty years, uh-huh. we'll have a genetically same version of the keeper, but only. But he'll be an infant. So we're looking at a forty-year horizon until he can actually perform. But we'll know what his aptitudes are. We just got to make sure that he's in the proper Shut environment. <laughs> We're good. He'll We're be an American m- citizen. He'll be an American citizen. He'll be the next Timmy Howard. God damn it. Start the show. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trow in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back to the Flounders B Team podcast. It is June 27th, 2018, and we are recording in the 44th Street Studios. It is... Uh, June 27th, 2000, I already said that. We have in studio today... I'm Steve Kettleson, I already said that. <laughs> Pause for laughter. Please clap. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We're not even recording. We're just here to do it. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it at this point. Well, at this point, it's been it's been a solid three weeks since we recorded. We took a little uh, World Cup break inadvertently, uh, but uh, here we are. And uh, this is the day of the... Um, the day that both Sweden and Mexico advanced, so that was a pretty, pretty badass series of games this morning. In studio, we have Tim Hamilton, the illustrious, the beautiful, the bald. He's, his hair's growing out, though. Yeah, I gotta, get it, I gotta get it cut. You look so good, man. I love the beard. Like, you gotta keep the beard yeah, somehow. It's, just, it's coming in down here. It's just not coming in up here. It is, But it's though. been a while. It is coming in in go. patches. Uh, next time the Sounders score three goals, I'll go ahead and... <laughs> I ain't gonna fucking wait that long. Yeah, that, that means never. Actually. My head will look like your beard. <laughs> and the voice you just heard—that is Nate Bowling, friend of Pod, fam of Pod, fellow Clint, podcast network. Clint Dempsey has one more goal than me this season. Oh my gosh! <sighs> I'm just starting with the hits. That's, yeah, I mean the hits just keep on coming here at KSEA. Tell you what, here in your studio apartment. <laughs> oh, no, this is a big old house, man. It's a bunker in the basement. We got stuff. She's coming to steal it. Carry on. All right. John Murphy is also a guest on the show today, so we'll look forward to hearing from him just a little bit later. But first, we want to talk a little bit about that lovely match that we had last weekend uh, on the 23rd. When was the last time we recorded? Should we do chronologically, or are we just going to like fuck everything else? And Well, everything else was kind of a shit show, but we can walk through uh, the results that have happened since we recorded last on June 4th. L's. What? What we about are taking the, the L's. 
Oh, you mean when I went to Las Vegas? You went to Las Vegas. Oh, I forgot. We got to talk about your Las Vegas trip. I can give you a rundown of that really fast if you like. That'd be good. Let's bring John Murphy into that conversation, too, because he's going to have some questions. Hey, John Murphy. John Murphy is friend of pod and uh, subscriber to the Channel 253 Network, and we want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I jumped uh, on that email as soon as I got it. (laughs) That is sweet. So why is that important to you? Uh, I mean, there's local media seems to be doing a significantly better job than our our national Mm -hmm. media. Uh, and, um, for a long time, you know, I've lived in Tacoma for about seven years almost now. And, uh, since the, uh, the network kind of came up, I felt significantly more connected to the goings on of the city. Um, not only as I familiarized myself with people involved with the network, but, um, just as some of the issues and, uh, events that have transpired, especially the past year and a half, mm-hmm. um, and how they affect us on a local level. I really appreciate seeing that from a local perspective versus just paying attention only to the national or, or the perspective out of Seattle. So absolutely. So the last event I saw you at, it was actually the adult civics happy hour, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, yes. uh, where we were talking about, uh, the impact of media on our, uh, d- the consolidation of media on our daily, on our daily lives. what did you think of that program? Uh, I, I found it very informative. Um, uh, I think a lot of it is, is stuff that has been kind of hit on by, uh, by, you know, various people on the network, mm-hmm. uh, Fairly much, but to hear, you know, have someone from the News Tribune there to talk about, you know, their perspective as far as, you know, being McClatchy owned and, and, uh, you know, having, you know, other people that have had a lot much, much more media experience, it, it helped significantly. Okay. So what's changed about your life since that, uh, since that meeting? Um, what have you, how have you changed and how you interact with, uh, uh with I mean, media? Really, I think that the biggest, the biggest change has really been taking a, uh, an active approach to some of the issues facing Tacoma, uh, being involved with the group Tacoma against Nazis. Uh, standing out on the street mm-hmm. with a sign last week um, and doing some other stuff kind of behind the scenes, uh, not only on the planning side, uh, but on, you know, as we do some future things uh, with that group to uh, really uh, bring the white supremacist groups in the area to the forefront, mm-hmm. expose them and uh, let them know that they're not welcome here. Absolutely. That's been uh, that's been an amazing uh, uh, body of work already. It's only really been uh, developing for the past month or so. Right. Um, I'm super excited about it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I was incredibly impressed with the turnout last week. I mean, 35, 40 people. Yeah. Um, of all various backgrounds, um, you know, all income levels, uh, all parts of town. Yeah. You know, because. You know, the, the biggest comeback we kept hearing from, you know, only people at the tattoo shop and people driving by that were against us being out there was it's like, well, this isn't your neighborhood. And it's like, well, Tacoma's our neighborhood. Yep. Like that, that's it's not neighborhood centric in this. This affects everybody, mm-hmm. not just the people, especially the people of color in the neighborhood, but it affects us as, you know, as a white person. Mm-hmm. It definitely affects me because I don't want to be associated with that crap. So absolutely. So um, uh, to bring listeners up to speed, there was a protest just a few days ago at a locally owned uh, tattoo parlor that is. Uh, openly in support of and member uh, uh, their owners and employees are, are all members of uh, of a fringe group called the Hammerskins. The Hammerskins, uh, which is a, a white supremacist, neo-Nazi. highly militant, neo-Nazi, they whack. violent, they whack <laughs> as fuck. Absolutely. So uh, there's a protest and we're going to continue to make that happen uh, at uh, through a couple of outlets <clears throat> until those folks fold up shop and move out of town, basically, is the goal. From one tragedy to another. That's right, baby. Mm-hmm. S2 so, away. 
John Murphy, <laughs> thank you so much for being a member of the Channel 253 Network. Uh, you listener, fellow listener, if you want to support this show and alternative media right here in the city of Tacoma, why don't you go to channel253.com and slash uh, membership slash membership and uh, find out more. Thank you so much for your support, whether you're just listening or whether you can be a financial contributor to the network. Thank you so much. Wait, sorry, Tim. What did you just have that made that face? <laughs> Whatever this Portland stuff is. <laughs> is that pretty rough? <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> like Steve's making a heartfelt plea and your eyes just twitching. Like, ah. yeah. So mm. Vegas away. Um, oh, Vegas away. Nathan, how was that trip? How did that come about? Uh, somebody just posted on Twitter. I want to say it was uh, Heather, actually, that like. S2 is going to Vegas. Let's go make bad choices. Glitter kitty away. Yeah. And so I totally did. Uh, got a sweet deal on Alaska Airline, room and hotel for 280. Uh, but like the funny part is, is that uh, we got smoked. Like bad. It was 4 1 and it could have been 7. We made Sammy Ochoa look like vintage Diego Maradona. Can you still run faster? I, I, I'm convinced now that Sammy Ochoa is faster than me now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll just I'll, so I'll just say that the Las Vegas Lights do a lot well. Uh, they also play in a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a DJ who plays music. They are managed by Chalice. They have Freddie Adu, Sammy Ochoa, uh, a bunch of players on the roster. Wait, they play music during the run of play? Uh, like during stoppages, and then basically the the, the team is transitioning out of the Puto chant. Mm-hmm. So they were playing music over the sound of what would have been the Puto chant. See, that's great. And so they're moving from. Puto to culero, which is like moving from. Well, never mind. Just yeah, exactly. One, one profane That's to another. <laughs> great trip. Like the stadium is arranged in a very beautiful park. Uh, they have some like great community stuff outdoors. There's the llamas. We got to pet and pose with the llamas. The fucking and, llamas. And then we went inside and got smacked around. And like, I, I, my point of frustration was like, I understand that S two is about development and not about winning and losing. But I saw some tactical naivete uh, that I just find troubling. Uh, Las Vegas was playing a 4-3-3 with three at the top, obviously, uh, in a high press. And we were determined to play the ball out of the back. And Callie Brown isn't good at playing the ball out of the back. Mm-mm. And that resulted in one goal. Could have been two. Uh, what was the formation we were playing? Was it like a 5-3? I was – I we were not in possession enough to four, two, remark three, on our position. Okay. Like, honestly, well, and I, I just thought – I watched four, some yeah. of that game, yeah. and it was, it was just – it blob moves right, blob yeah. moves left, yeah. blob moves forward, blob moves back. Well, and also it just like there was a lack of poise on the ball yeah. uh, that I think is is troubling, but also they're kids. And so like it's it's the classic when S2 plays against these independent teams. These independent teams are playing mid to late 20s mm-hmm. grown ass men mm-hmm. who like this is what they do for a living. And mm-hmm. we're playing 15 to 17 year olds. who are getting bodied off the ball. But well, that's what they the do for their pin money anyway. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, I just but Las Vegas is a lot right. Like this supporters group, the electric company was mm-hmm. lit. Uh, they alternate just just very fluently between Spanish and English songs. Uh, they have a thing where if the team wins and scores three goals, every player gets a poker chip for a hundred bucks at the Palms Casino. They, right? What? They, they do it after. That's baller. Every game is an after party at a, at a casino in downtown. Oh man! Like it's just they're they're doing a lot, and I I actually wonder. Uh, what a fully unhinged Casey Catherwood would let loose. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Once they get Emerald Casino, Emerald Queen Casino. Uh, you know, cleaned up. <laughs> Emerald Creek Casino money. Yeah. <laughs> we got a we got a uh can a you hundred dollar chip cannon that just shoots yeah. chips <laughs> into their stands. <laughs> I love it when you talk to me. So I'll say this my cash machine. Uh we my wife and I made four away trips last year. We did mm-hmm. LA away van let's see, we did LA, Portland, uh RSL, and then the MLS Cup. Uh 
I th- we haven't done any S1 or, or senior team away this year. Uh, I think the S2 away experience might be kind of sweet. Just like doing games, staying locally, go to Fresno. Go. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yep. Honestly. Yep. Right so, on. Well, thanks for uh, representing the well, as much as Emerald you can City en- supporters. As and- much as you can enjoy a 4-1 uh, ass whooping. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, folks in ECS, y'all need help. Uh <laughs> <laughs> they were probably schnockered. Uh, there was so much shenanigans. The, we we went to the game from the Golden Nugget in two stretch Hummer limos, one Sounders green, one rose. I, I was in the rose limo, and like <laughs> it just, it, however ridiculous you think that could get, it got more ridiculous when the armor personnel carrier limo showed up. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. What, what's that? Uh, there was also so several like an APC, like literally like M one one three. Converted into what, a limousine. Stop with, the, stop with the initials for the rest of us. So an armored personnel carrier, like a military-style armored personnel carrier. Like a box with a Christie suspension. Modified into a limousine with oh. the stripper pole uh, in, in it. That that was also... Is this ride. like an armored car that you expect to see, you know, uh, at like... Oh, like, are you talking job? like... Yeah, are you talking like a... Yeah, a, like a... a yes, armored not car. Not an armored car. Okay. Yeah. Not so, an armored so those that are at home that have sorry, never... You know, th- those at home, this is... Uh, I'm this thinking is, like Christie suspension. This Sorry, is like the Wells Fargo uh, uh, armored vehicle, <laughs> yeah. but they just sew or, or stitched two or three of them together, so it's a stretch. Yeah, so, so stripper pole. that also was involved. Uh, I will say this. I know damn well that the Sounder supporters were not able to sing, basically, from about the 60th minute on. Like, it was just... It was bad. Like, drummer couldn't handle himself. It was, <laughs> it was priceless. Like, bro... That's your lap. <laughs> Sorry. The third I'm, drummer. I'm the third drummer could handle the themselves. The third drummer. <laughs> they got down to the third string drummer. No, a couple of ladies stepped up and carried it. I think it was I don't want to out anybody and say any names, but like it was it was problematic. But I considering the trip was the day after school got out, uh it was a great to start it was a great start to a summer. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Well, congratulations on the trip. I'm yep. sorry I couldn't join you for that one. Uh, but wow, keep going. What's our next away travel? <sighs> Not the playoffs, Colorado. <laughs> oh, you mean as like, our next away game, or actually yes. next away trip? Like I'm intended. I would love to see Atlanta. Yeah. I would love to go see Atlanta. I'm I, I'd love to do it. Vancouver away, uh, but I I haven't compared the Sounders schedule and Husky football schedule at that weekend. Oh, com- yeah, competes. so we're looking at uh, we're looking at uh, going down to L.A. for a in October for a UW match, right? Yeah, UCLA UW game. Uh, UW football game against UCLA. Three periods. <laughs> dot dot dot. No, like you just yeah, go hit some home runs. <laughs> Can we talk about Chicago? Right. I don't know if we want to. So, um, you had said that uh, S two didn't have any poise on the ball at all. My first impression about Chicago was that there was one standout player always knew what the hell was going on with respect to his contact with the ball. And that was Kim Kihi. He oh. had so much poise on the ball. He's good. Uh, uh, Alonzo. I have some concerns about Alonzo performance, Yeah, but he also completed a hundred percent of his passes. Oh, absolutely. Which is a phenomenal stat, but also I'm pretty sure a hundred percent of them were either uh, even or back. And so <laughs> how many, I mean, a hundred percent is a hundred percent. Sure. But how many passes was it? You know, four. No, no, I, no! Come on, I can, I can dig if you'd like. I mean, was it significant? Anyone? Anyone? I, Bueller? I, well, do we want to start with? Well, lineups? Nate looks for that. Right, Tim, yeah, if no, you no, could you, start with lineups, you go ahead. He's he's already got it pulled up. All right, so I'm taking the Tim spot All right, here. Thank Fred. you. So your Sounders came out in their 
prototypical uh, four, uh, two, three, one. So from the back, left to the right, you had Nuhu, Marshall, Kim, Roldan. Roldan playing out of position, much to my consternation, but I carry on. CR7, uh, Roldan. Ladero yeah. playing uh, at defensive mid, which Kevin Zamira likes and I don't. Uh, Alonzo, your captain. Uh, Rodriguez, Dempsey, Ship, and then Bruin up top. Uh, the Chicago Fire uh, stink. Uh, they yeah. had. They also came out in a four-two-three-one. Uh, they had Sanchez in the back, Corrales, Vincent Campbell, Campos, Dax McCarty, Broncio, and that bastard Bastion uh, Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger. I mm, would have not. So he's so obnoxious. So Tim always does this without commentary. I'm just uh-huh. gonna say uh, Schweinsteiger's over the hill. He's oh. that dude at the YMCA who fouls like the 20 year old kids and acts petulant. I can't say his face. I can't say his body. Yeah, he no, stinks. No, and I don't like 100%. him. 100. I he is. The, you're you're like playing over 30 and he's over 50 and he has got more gray than I do. And I told him that. Yeah, he looks like fucking Rutger Hauer. And then uh, up top, the uh, fire had Solanyak, um, Nikolic, and Ketai. Katai was, was, was on it. Yeah, he Danger was uh, He was the most dangerous player on the field by a mile. <sighs> Man buns of steel. <laughs> All right. So uh, that ended up being so run a play. Uh, Katai ended up uh, scoring within eight minutes against us on pretty basic, uh, pretty basic play. Outs- you, you outside in, outside in, just just came. We get, you give him too much of the field, and you you let him across the middle. You you shoot two scores. Was this counter or was this run a play? Uh, I don't. I think it was just assuming. I I'm just assuming run a play. I know they countered a few times, but we were giving them a ball a lot mm-hmm. more than I was happy about it. And this was a pretty pretty fundamental defensive error on the Sounders part, right? Well, I mean, he made a traffic cone out of Ozzy Alonso. Yeah. Uh, and then there were some bad defensive shifts, and you saw Fry's reaction. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like he was you, really pissed at Nuhu throughout the match. If you give a professional soccer player a wide open look at goal, unless they play for us, they're going to make it. Yep. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if you no exactly to compare, it to, to compare it to basketball, if you don't put a hand in the face, you just let somebody you know go up for a J. They'll they'll <clears throat> yeah exactly they'll Steph Curry on your ass all day long. So well, we, we're both guarding the conversation. If yeah. you have anything to say, so you know, honestly, I only watched the first half. Okay. Uh, because <laughs> I, you know, I, was, I was on my way my home. My wife and I were eating dinner, and I try not to make her watch too many depressing <laughs> things on TV. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I was I was okay with the first half. I mean, obviously, not the first standard. goal, notwithstanding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first goal. I mean, even even the goal that the Sounders scored was mm-hmm. sloppy as hell. And, you know, by the grace of God, went in on <laughs> somehow. That's a goal that only yeah. Wondolowski missed against Belgium. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm here all week, y'all. Try the veal. Yeah, so I only kept up with the second half via Twitter and stuff while we were uh, fair um, enough. You know, but um, ultimately, um, I'm I'm surprised by what I saw in the first half that they made it out of there with a draw. Uh, actually, can I talk about pregame really fast? Yeah, sure. So I sit in 124, stand in 124, uh, and. There's a lot of denial about the dwindling interest and the dwindling uh, passion in the stands. Let's go. Let's talk about this for a minute. And I feel like people are looking for every excuse possible to say that like, oh, things are fine. Things are fine. Like, oh, it's pride. And there's competing events like this team's been playing for a decade now. Uh, I've never seen a situation in which ECS had to invite people from the upper sections and from the neighboring sections into Plafatifo. And like. That's not on ECS. Like that's on the fact that like this team is not enjoyable to watch, and people are choosing to spend their time and money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it it's was an absolute a, truth. It, and so it's and we, ECS had the wherewithal to put it together and yep. make the display phenomenal. It looked yep. amazing. 
Yeah, but but that like people poured out of 124 and 120 in their perceptions and they were pulled mm-hmm. off. And so like that should be current concerning ownership. And like on the most recent episode in Nos Adiates, uh, or I guess like a second most, when they were interviewing uh, ownership, mm-hmm. like Jeremiah said, like, you know the numbers about attendance and stuff. And there's also a Matt Pence piece. He talked about like the beer men, like the beer guy selling less beer. Like there's every informal indicator of what is happening is bad, bad, bad. But the narrative is everything's fine and everything mm-hmm. is not fine. Everything is definitely not fine. Um, so if my season ticket rep came today, called me today. And well, they would, said, they would call me because remember, we're, we're together on tickets. That's true. Yep. <clears throat> so you're pretty much making this Well, way to go. Out. Thanks for, uh, for derailing sorry. that. Thanks for stepping on. I'm Here, about God to lie damn. to you guys. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull my dick out. <laughs> if you could just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we're gonna, sorry, Steven, this another on. joke. What shoes are you wearing? Carry Hold on. on. <laughs> Vans. So, so speaking of season, like ticket reps, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. I had season tickets until this season, and it was mostly because I was traveling. Yeah. You know, sure, three and a half weeks a month was missing a bunch of games last season, so I, you know, I didn't feel it was worth the investment. And how they played last season too was um, not worth uh, the money. I thought, but uh, so I get a call because I'm going to the match on on Saturday, yep. first you know first match of the season. But they're like, so have you thought about a half season package? I saw that you bought tickets, and I was like, well, but no, we'll I mean it was out. like an actual <laughs> earnest conversation. They're like, so why would you give up your tickets last year? Or have you thought about half season packages? I was like, well, it's like if quality <laughs> on the field improves. Maybe they thought about <laughs> <laughs> they thought long and hard about half yeah. seasons. Apparently, yeah. So sorry, Stephen. Your hypothetical. You were saying I don't. Well, I was just going to say if they if they called me to renew yeah. this week uh, and told me anything. Other than the price is the same. Buy one, get one free. Right, exactly. <laughs> if they're not offering premiums, if they're not trying to get me in there to renew, uh, it, it, like if there's no effort, what what are they going to do? What are they? How are they sweetening the pot? If we're, you know, can I, can I give an analogy? Honestly, let's be let's be honest. I will always be there. But what's your analogy? Uh, the Sounders are not adjusting to the league. The league is advancing and we are staying stagnant. And I guess what, what, what I'm seeing happen is so as, a, as a teacher, right? You build relationships with people over four years. Mm-hmm. It's a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they go off and then sometimes they start to fall off and you watch them fall off. And it's like, I want you to do better, mm-hmm. but you have to want better for yourself. So you saw that. Uh, you probably saw that trope on Twitter. Yeah. You remember when uh, we were talking about, you know, hey, we love Seattle loves Portland, Maine. And then New England Revolution came up and kind of did a spin on that and said, hey, yeah, we if you love Portland, Maine, we're not quite sure what that means, but you can watch in Boston, whatever they said. And then somebody came back from the Sounders and said, hey, nice campaign. We can help you sell tickets, too. And there was like crickets because can you really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't well, there's think an attendance floor, right? They're, exactly. They can't go below 38,500 because that's how many tickets they have. It seems like exactly. Uh, but like those crowds are not what they were Ooh. and they're not growing and Ooh. they're not setting records. Well, that's the hard part is, you know, if, if nobody's going, then those that do want to go and don't have season tickets, they can find whatever they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can find below uh, face value on, on stub stub hub or seat geek and geek. Or, you know, go to Craigslist or everybody's got a friend that has tickets. I'm like, shit, you can, you can find a game now. Go ahead. So when did Goal 2 come? Uh, well, so this first was half. the yeah, both were first half. First yeah, half. First still half. first half. Let's acknowledge that Goal 2 was scored by <clears throat> Clinton Dempsey. Clinton Revenue Dempsey. His first uh, regular season goal since August. Clinton about mother time Dempsey. Dempsey. That's right. He just wants to score goals and, and fish. go fishing. So can we, there, there was like a celebration of like, yay, Clint scored a goal. Finally, he's uh, tied with Freddie Montero after five years. But what, 
when the highest paid player on your soccer team scores their first goal this deep in the season mm-hmm. and people are talking about how do you transition that person from being a starter to a bench to a bench player that is just a failure of roster management i just just just, just like simon put when another one we in signed him when we signed him last year to this dp contract with this amount of money i can't i don't know anybody personally who thought that was a good idea well, he wasn't performing last year. Uh, uh, Tim thought it was a good idea. He's raising his hand. No, I was like, hey, number one, <laughs> why not sign him to a, a DP deal that you can buy down with freaking Tam? Yeah. That's all. I mean, give him give you know, give him Use whatever tools he, he wants. Toolbox. He already took a pay cut. How about you just take enough and and, and well maybe we'll we'll you know fly first class or something. We'll, we'll make it up to you. We'll we'll send you a, a a care package, some edible arrangement or something, but like, get him, get his contract enough so that we can buy him down and bring some talent in. I want Clint Dempsey to succeed. I want Clint Dempsey to score goals and go fishing. It's not happening. It hasn't been happening. He has been, um, from a discipline standpoint, I mean, he's calming down a little bit now, but from a discipline standpoint, he's been a liability for this team for a couple of years. Fam, now. he's washed. Like he's just, he's washed. That's it. The washedest. He's washed. That's it. Yeah. All right, well, so, so let's talk about the run of play up to that goal. The The second goal came basically transitioned out of the back. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think Fry, or no, no, uh, Kim, Kim Key played a ball up the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it was like two, three touches goal. Um, I, don't, I don't know the players involved. It I just Will remember Bruin that. It Bruin and Harry Ship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think it was Ship to Bruin. Ship to Bruin. Bruin took a Dempsey in the yeah. box. It could, uh, beat, beat the the. There was a, a defender collapsing to the near post, and it he he split the defenders, and it just met Dempsey at the top of the six far post, and he put it away. He he did his typical slide in and, mm-hmm. and hit the 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 top side of the net, which is like, <laughs> oh my god, just just put it in, please. Don't. You don't have no to make it. Tricks. You don't have yeah. to make it so exciting. Like, oh my god, you might miss. But uh, yeah, and then oh, thank God, it was it was a great goal. Like you, we needed it, and it's about freaking time. But. Mm-hmm. Then and at that point, we, what, so that was one about twenty fifth minute, give or take. We how late was that in the half? Twenty third, twenty third minute. Okay. We had a couple of chances after that that were really dangerous yeah. chances. There was the one where. So here, here's one thing that I'll exactly. note: is that Victor Rodriguez, who I've been very hard on, uh, had himself a hell of a game. And there was one ball where he got on well, the counter. You, you've only been hard on him because he hasn't been present. Fact. Uh, and there was one. Well, and given a salary number, when, yeah, yeah, when yeah, yeah. When your top three uh, salary people are producing zero goals, like I, I have complaints. Uh-huh. And so Rodriguez uh, was the, the this, this was the first game I've seen us effectively counter, and he was on the counter. And when he came out, the counter went away. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also the ball that Roald Dahn got, where the keeper found himself in no man's land, mm-hmm. and he just biffed it over the over the goal. Mm-hmm. So like we had one goal and two good looks. Uh, they had one goal and about nine good looks. Mm-hmm. And so when you're posting the number seven or eight team in the Eastern Conference, uh, any other time in Sounders history. That's a must-win game. Should been should win game. Midweek like, game in Atlanta. They had the Open Cup. Yeah, and they're on short rest. Mm-hmm. And, and they had to travel. We had long rest. We had we had long rest. <laughs> and the team's always bad after a long rest, though. Yeah, are Every we? Year. Good story. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a true good story. <laughs> but good story too. Good story. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> True, I <laughs> No, no, you're exactly right, and, and that was the thing: is er, after every international break or after every bye week, we just we just suck. But they came in and dictated the pace of that game to us, mm-hmm. and uh, like this team's in trouble. Schweinsteiger and- is a cocksucker. I can't <laughs> believe I can't. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the, 
alcohol's he, flowing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, he 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 played. <laughs> I'm going to have to hear that later and decide whether that is. <laughs> but Schweinsteiger played his role well. He's the heel. He is yeah. Ric Flair. He is, you know. Freaking Fry threw the ball out to a goal kick. And uh, and then Bastion Schweinsteiger picked it up and decided that oh, he, dude, he needed that was, some more. You know, he that's needed why to talk the entire and, supporter section was just absolutely livid at him. It's just constant booing because he's he's... Yeah, he picks up the ball, takes it away from Stefan Fry. Stefan Fry's chasing him, and then as soon as he makes contact with the with the with the referee, he squirts it backwards fifteen yards and yeah. makes Fry freaking chase back after it. Like that's just some petty ass shit, and I respect it. One yeah. of the things that pro- I, want, I want him on my team. <laughs> if he was on your team, you'd love that shit. Yes, like Cotham Blanco. So Pro said at the beginning of the season that Thank delaying you. a restart was going to be an area of focus for officials. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. How's uh, that working out? Schweinsteiger delayed a restart on at least three different occasions. Yep, and he caught like one yellow yep. for dissent? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, eventually. Time wasting is what the, yep. the official... All yeah. right. So uh, Deuce Goal uh, was technically... Good, uh, positive. Well, I, like, John said it was kind of you felt kind of sloppy. Felt sloppy. Okay, I mean, maybe that was just, maybe I was half paying attention. Like I don't I said, know. It was kind of if you can't put that out. goal in, you don't belong on a field. <laughs> well, like, that's absolutely right. <laughs> no, it, that's we, absolutely we, right. We did well, but it points out that I mean, out of all the goal, well, we don't have a whole lot of uh, uh, body of work to to work with, but the majority of our goals come from counters. Mm-hmm. And we want to be this possession team, but we need at least one or two goals before we can just kind of tick talk. I've, I've talked about this before. We've got the slow guys that have great, uh, uh, great technical ability, but if we turn the ball over, we're screwed, and we can't get the ball back. If we, you know, the few the few goals that we've scored. I mean, you look back at at the two nothing we won in Toronto. Um, the first goal was off of basically off of Fry, uh, either a turnover or was started at the eighteen. You know, and that's when uh, uh, Wolfie. Like just nutmeg the dude and then played it to Bruin. Bruin scored. I mean, there's probably five seconds between 18 to 18. We score a lot of our goals in transition, and and I need more of that. But we can't get we can't get quality transition out of out of new who. And I know we keep going to this four two three one, but I'm thinking maybe we should just let new who be a defender and play balls to guys this, that can play balls. This brings I think this brings up a good point. Um, on on. From a defensive standpoint, Fry was hollering at Nuhu all game long. And towards the end, about the 65th, 70th minute, he he started doing like the claps and the, all right, yeah, hey, right, right on. And I think that highlights for me two things. One, Fry's leadership in the goal between the posts uh, and the way he tries to organize a defense, especially in the absence of a senior player like Torres. And I think it also highlights Nuhu's trainability there are a couple of times at the beginning where fry's yelling at him and knew who's doing this like shaking his head no nah, man i don't know fry and, probably knows french and fry, fry knows what i no, he doesn't actually he oh, knows yeah. german we had an interview with him in january yeah but you we didn't recall. ask him if he communicates with new who in french we asked him europeans what, know everything fry. we asked him what languages <laughs> he speaks and the languages he speak in france in switzerland are german French and Romanche. Is it Romanche? What was the second one you said? French. But he doesn't speak it. He speaks Swiss German. We had a whole conversation about this. And I'm still waiting for a clean sheet so we can play at the front of the show 
the prayer. We had a, we had a shutout, didn't we? Not since I made that pledge. Just one point I want to make, though. So Tim was talking about thinking about our goals. The fact that you can actually name all of our goals yeah. is is yeah. demonstrable. No, so, I mean, okay. so <laughs> I'm looking at the goals. Yeah, we, we have the goals against Kansas City that was pretty much move the ball and then uh, uh, Bruin or somebody, I think it might have been Tolo, cut it back and Roldan hit a, hit a laser beam. And then we had Svensson hit one just that we also took to the 18 brought back and he hit one from distance. We yeah. seem to score most of our goals outside the top of the 18. Uh, just last week we had a ship, you know, basically in transition, get a goal that kissed off the inside of the mm-hmm. post. I mean, there's just, there's not the majority there's, of our goals don't come from buildup. There are a couple, but, but most a lot of transition. We don't want to be yeah. a transition team. I think we need to go back to being a transition. We need a slump buster again, just, just score some goals, baby. But yeah. we can't we can't get out on the transition because we have no speed. And so like So we can't do it like we did in 10, 11, and 12 and just play balls over the top, yes through over no. the middle and, well, and you, you can counter without speed, but it's way easier to counter when you do have speed. And like the the <clears throat> again, like when Rod- Rodriguez was in, we were able to get on the counter. When he went out, like our counter game went away. And and the counters that we are making are like a single runner against three or four defenders weaving their way through like i saw way too much of of harry ship trying to weave through seven defenders and make a, a a gauntlet run all the way to goal only to see that there was no support when he finally got there nobody to outlet to and nobody to take the the actual shot so ship's like all right well fine i'm gonna blast it into the 12th row how many times the last couple of years have we seen joven jones like st- Start at this 18 and be the first one to that yeah. 18, and no one's there to help because yeah. he's so fast. I Joven, we miss you, boo. We we are we do have slower players, but if you make those first couple of steps early, we're, we'll be fine. And and the ball can move faster than any of us can. Yep, so yep. we just move the ball fast with these technical players. The best looking soccer is when we're just doing one touch, one touch, one touch, and the defenders are just getting spun around in circles. Mm-hmm. Like, which way did he go? Yeah, where'd who go? And then we get a goal. But we're not doing that. We're not transitioning well, and then we're also not, you know, we're not. Yeah, we're not doing much. But well when it does work, oh god, it is pretty. But it's demonstrative of how much this roster was built, depending on Jordan Morris being a, yeah. a, oh, a, a, a an integral part of the of the setup. Yeah. and that was a terrible plan. That was a plan to fail. Uh, I don't know if it was a plan to fail, but it was certainly it was certainly short sighted. Not only because, I mean, they couldn't have predicted that Jordan Morris was going to have a, a season-ending and perhaps career-ending injury. Uh, but what they could have predicted is maybe Jordan Morris wouldn't have panned out well, as I, an attacker. So if we're, right? talking, we're talking about speed in the attack. <laughs> uh, Timbo brought up brought up Joven Jones. Yeah, yeah. Left, yep. wasn't, wasn't replaced. Nope. No, there, nobody's under any illusions that knew who had Jones' speed. Mm-hmm. Knew who's fast, but he's not Jones fast. And so, like... This team is just slow and old and fragile. And leadership is slow to respond to adversity. We've got the kids coming, and kids are fast and aggressive, and they they bounce back really quick, and they got really strong tendons and ligaments. But this is the result of waiting too long. This is the this is the 2002 Seattle Mariners where everybody was awesome the year before and then we still got Dan Wilson, we still got Edgar Martinez, we still got all these old farts and we just like just stop being so sentimental and let's just 
bring some guys in that can play some ball. Sentimentality is important in sports. I feel but. bad for Murph. Like you're making your first game of the season against Portland this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a blood dude, like, bro. I'm, mm, yeah, I'm, I don't have any high high expectations for it at all. Um, mm. So going into the Portland match, oh, we're geez. on twelve points. <laughs> twelve. Twelve points yeah. in fourteen, it, it, fifteen it. games. Okay, and that's on a, a twelve goals. Yep. Seven of which. Eight of which are scored by single players, including Clint Dempsey. Well, Clint's married, bro. So he's tied. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so what there's like eight players that are tied for the golden boot with one goal each. Let's talk about that. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about Portland coming up. Um, so we got some great news for you folks. Fry, uh, is on concussion protocol, uh, and tomorrow the 28th, uh, they're supposed to make some sort of decision as to whether he's going to be able to play or whether, uh, we're going to have, uh, Callie Brown or Brian Meredith in, uh, between the sticks against, uh, Portland, our rival for the Derby match, the second Derby match in the, uh, is this the second Derby in that we've played here against Portland? We were away at Portland last time and lost. Okay, and we only get, we get them three times this year, and we get two at home this year. No, we get two away. It's on even. One in it's, August. It's yeah. two away, but only one of them counts for uh, for the, the Cascadia. Cascadia yeah. The next, the August game. How would you feel if we went zero for three against Portland, get nine points? I, uh, well, we're, we're already one third of the way. I, I think that's phenomenally. If it's I was likely, if I if I was a betting man, which I am, actually, it's likely. If I could get odds on that, I would take that bet, and that really hurts to say aloud. It really does. Um, so with Fryam concussion protocol, we also have, uh, some other notable absences. One, uh, Sweden advanced in the world cup to the quarterfinals. Uh, so hooray for them and hooray for Mexico. But that does mean that, uh, Svensson will be out. Yeah. Uh, but that for that means, match. Yeah. We're going to have, which isn't a huge impact because we've got a lot of folks that can play that role. Alfaro. Whoop. Wait, who, where? My bad. S- center back. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, don't say that name. Please. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's, like, it's cursed. Fake news. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about the World Cup. Either World center Cup. back or uh, left defensive mid, right? We only had two players that went to the World Cup. Is that correct? Uh, Torres, Torres and, and Svensson. Okay, Gustav so, Svensson. Yeah, Tor- Torres is out, and they, they whew, he'll be back. You know, but who knows if he'll be playing or not? Will he, so will he uh, actually be back? Yeah, will, will he uh, suddenly get a calf injury? Or entertain that? Wasn't there an offer to Atlas? Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot he was going to Atlas. Well, maybe he's not maybe. going to. I know there's but, an offer on the table. Right. So for the for the table, uh, Atlas is the second team in Guadalajara. They're like the White Sox to Chivas's Cubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play in uh, Chivas's old stadium, Estadio Jalisco. Uh, they're a fun, gritty team. There was apparently an offer for Torres uh, from them, and if that offers for more than you paid for him, given his it. age, given Kim Kihi, given Sam Rogers on the way, mm-hmm. um, I love Tor- Torres, but uh, I would take assets over him. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. A couple of minor leaguers. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they've got some young, fresh folks that they want to transfer over as part of uh, some sort of uh, international trade deal. Or do they have any Americans on the team? No, it's, it'll be a cash deal. Does that yeah. open up an international spot? I mean, he doesn't have his green card here, right? No. I don't believe he does. No. Okay. Okay, so that would open up an international spot. That might be a good strategic move, yeah. actually. But well, Torres, I mean, given what Kim Ki has shown us, absolutely, it's a, it's a, like yeah, yeah. Kim, is the, 
Kimki, he was shaky because he was just thrown in, like, you know, hey, welcome to the USA. Oh, Earlier when he showed uh, up, yeah. Marshall yeah. just, you know, got a knock in the head. Welcome to, you know, Mexico. He's a pro. Yeah, it's funny because if you watch if you watch any of the World Cup and you see the Korean, Korean players team, play. Dude. <laughs> if if you watched Kihi play before and then you watched Korea, it's like, oh, I see. Yeah. See, yeah. yeah. He's uh, kind of a badass. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see, man, these guys kicked the shit out of every opponent. Yeah. And like and then you and you're like, well, that's that uh, that's his MO. I mean, he plays hard. He is he is the he is deceptively fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see people just going by him, but he his strides are long and perfectly mm-hmm. timed and he can catch anybody yep. so far. He's a goddamn yeah. pro. Yeah, and man, if we could just make sure that he learns Spanish and English and French and and <laughs> if we can get somebody Swiss. of his caliber to replace Chad Marshall when he decides to retire, uh we don't want to get rid of Chad Marshall. Nobody's pushing Chad Marshall out because he's a beast. Mm-hmm. But eventually Chad. he will leave. If you tell me in 2020 that Kim Kihi and Sam Rogers are your starting center backs for the for the Seattle Sounders, you ain't mad. I ain't mad. <laughs> I know there's going to be a learning curve with Sam. I not that steep I, of a learning curve. I just I mean, I've always wanted the Sounders to be good enough where we can just put him in late in games mm-hmm. where he can try stuff and learn on the fly, make a couple of mistakes, but at least we're we're a couple of goals up, so that isn't going to cost us three points. So those at home tuning in, uh, Sam Rogers is a defender for the S2 side. And the captain of the U-whatever U national team. U-21? U- U-19. Whatever he is, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Murphy, you're over there looking at some data. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm looking What's at going the on, Western brother? Conference standings right now. That's Twitter. actually wrong. We have, the center's about on 14. We're on 14 right matches? Um, yeah. Okay. So that's, I mean, I guess better. Yeah. 10 points. Still, yeah, <laughs> still at 0.86 points per match. So that's... Yep. Yep. Just not. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> not a draw brings your if a draw brings your points per game up, yeesh, yeesh. you might be a sounder. <laughs> <laughs> if you have more cars in your yard that don't run, run. <laughs> you might be a Tacoma. Yeah. Tacoma. Ele- 11, 11 points out of a playoff spot. Do we see like looking mm-hmm. at the, 11, points eleven points out, out of a playoff, a playoff spot? spot. Yeah. How many How games in hand do we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's like the classic fucking sounders question vancouver's in six and they've played 17 matches already okay i like okay john is bringing some content and focus and you maroons are just yelling at each other i want to be invited back that's the only reason why i'm so focused (laughs) i gotta gotta do a good job or they won't like me (laughs) so can i walk you through upcoming fixtures really fast yes please the sounders will host portland on saturday portland win yes Bum, bum. Mm. Uh, the, Highly likely. the Sounders will go down to Colorado on the 4th of July. Um, What's Colorado's form right now? Oh, they're worse than horrible. I, and we're away, right? Hear these words. Nil, nil, draw. Well, Colorado, <laughs> Colorado is a... Col- <laughs> Colorado is a wrong shit about show. This. Yeah. Colorado is a turd but in plexiglass, lucite, But whatever, we'll be playing in Carson City. At elevation, Carson City, uh, Commerce City. Commerce I'm sorry, City. Commerce City. Yeah, the other shitty suburb. Sorry, <laughs> My, not Carson, Commerce City, Colorado, outside of Denver. Um, Hi, Ned. <laughs> Ned is Ned's great. We'll have to get Ned on the show next week. So result, uh, result will be one or two nil against. Okay, I uh, think it's going to be bad. 
Uh, the match that I remember when you went to Colorado and we lost four nil, uh, I think it was oh. six to one actually. Was it six one? That's no. the one where like, no, was it five? To, it was, it was whatever. It was awful. It was really bad. But that's the Eddie Johnson scored a goal, like pretty late to gain uh-huh. some dignity. That Colorado GD cannon they have. Anyway, I'll, I'll rant later. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> July 15th. Uh huh. This is the first match after the window opens. Thankfully. Oh, so, so Rudy Diaz will be on a hamstring. Possiblemente, pero yo no sé. Sounders at Atlanta. Yo no sé. Sounders at Atlanta. No, no, no. That's a... L's. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sounders versus Vancouver on the 21st. Mm, is that at? It's here. It's, it's here. It's home. One nil. One nil to the good. Oh, it's going to be two one. Kai Kamara's going to get a goal. Oh, good point. He always does in Seattle. Okay. Good point. Sounders at San Jose. Mm, what's their off. form uh they're also below us in the standings but remember our record at san jose it's pretty bad it's, it's i mean there's two no, hamstrings there's to no, one there's no <laughs> there's no uh who's the pineapple yeah lenart he's gone yeah lenart's yeah. gone um but there's still some ugly isn't will johnson playing for vancouver no, or orlando. for san jose now orlando orlando, orlando. penitentiary okay. my bad <laughs> so winner lost there so that's that's an l okay and then Sounders. Versus- I don't know. It's not a. We we're not gonna. I. Are you? We're serious? gonna break the curse on this one just because of how shitty things are going. We're gonna we're gonna beat we're gonna beat San Jose. I, if if there's reinforcements, I think that could be it. Be a W. And then Sounders at NYCFC. Yeah. Sounders at NYCFC. We're starting to get our form. We will beat NYCFC in Yankee Stadium. Is it should be a home game? Right. Yeah. Didn't we play them in the rain last year? We rain. did. Yeah. And Ozzy Alonso was, was literally doing before, so. like backstroke yeah. in midfield. Yeah. Roldan <laughs> got himself a goal in the rain where the you, you pass the ball and it goes, <laughs> stop, stops right, right in the infield. Well, all so, right. But, I mean, some, well, one it's one easy or two to of those settle. games this season have been That's funky one thing about the rain. home games against the same team or away games both. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure. Just And for the record, NYCFC, second place in the East, 31 points. Uh Thirty-two goals for. Cool. Okay, I didn't I, know all that. You know, but I honestly, no, I, well, it, you finish your your. We're, we're going to have the new. So, the one thing about the Chicago match is that it does show that there is something there. There's there's signs of life. I know that a deer that's been hit by a semi will show signs of life for a little while. However, Until that's not the situation. It's yeah, completely put, put separated out of its misery from its head. Or, or the soul has left the body, but. Um, what I mean to say is there is there is a sign of life in the attack, and there are patterns developing that involve Clint Dempsey not being on the field, and involve Harry Ship and Will Bruin being positive contributions and making good interplay in the midfield to some yet to be unnamed uh, attacker like Rui Diaz, who we really haven't seen a whole lot of recent form because he didn't play shit for Peru. Uh, he had probably 20 minutes the whole tournament. Yeah. At handball. <laughs> but there will be that that that's like six or seven matches beyond where we are now. And that'll be like five matches after what well, what date? What's the date? July uh the transfer window opens on the 10th. It, but what's the date of the NYCFC game? Uh the 29th. I'm I'm definitely overanalyzing this, but yeah. that's about two weeks in. Sure. I think That'll be like the little surge um, where with the scrappy team uh, plays against NYFC, NYCFC. They will send a B team 
and we will we will actually win that match. Yeah, we'll you get out one nil. You do have that. Uh, everybody wants to play Seattle now because uh-huh. you know it's we're, easy. We're crap. Right. Yeah. yeah, let's get that's that's we are everybody else's yep. slump buster. Um, it's out of conference. I feel they're, gonna, they're not. I feel you're right. I think that it, people are going to overlook us and we're going to sneak up and be some trap games yep. for some folks. Yep. And just on that <laughs> reason alone, that's that last two or three seasons we've started so crappy and then people just kind of mail it in. Do you remember? You know, uh, uh, we played Dallas uh, here, and we just waxed them because yep. they sent the scrubs. And- yeah, that was right after right. Uh, Rainy and them called in, right? Can I give you a counterpoint to your yeah, please to your, do to your sunshine? Yeah, absolutely, rain so, on my shit. So you talked about we're moving toward a pattern of Clint Dempsey playing less minutes. Mm-hmm. He, he played ninety minutes in this last game, <clears throat> and every time Clint plays ninety minutes, a part of my soul dies. Uh, talking about shit. We're, we're, so shit. the pattern isn't that he's playing less minutes. The pattern is we're seeing that he is not effective in those minutes. And, and I, I have faith that leadership is going to pull back on his contribution. Okay. Talking about ships play. Uh huh. Didn't ship leave the last game injured. Did he? Yeah, he did. He, he pulled a, a weird, I thought it was an Achilles uh, down at your end, but coach said he's fine. Coach said he's a tough kid. I was terrified. It looked like a non-contact injury. I thought it was an Achilles tendon. Yeah. And I was like, because like, you can pull then he got stuff. Up and I mean, he's like, oh, yeah. I've been dicking around with this knee for 12 weeks. And I mean, I'm fine. It's just, it takes time. What were you or him? Me. Hey, we're talking about you. <laughs> Quit trying to make it all about you. I'm going to throw this championship ring replica at you. <laughs> Thunk. Oh. So, oh, that hit my, that hurt actually. Yeah. So inflicted. So then going back to the schedule though, like... <laughs> The only one of those games that I see coming up as like a definite like, oh, we've got a chance mm-hmm. is San Jose. Yep. It's it's grim, y'all. And that's the that's the entire month of July. And if we come out of July with six points. August, September, October. It's hot. And good night. That's it. Yeah. This so. is what's gonna happen. We're gonna we're suddenly the Mariners right now. Not this is not this year, not 2018 <laughs> <Right>. Mariners. <laughs> we're the last twenty years worth of Mariners. Right. Where once they're mathematically eliminated, they just go balls out and it's fun to watch and everybody's happy and we're winning, but we can't catch anybody. I'm okay with that. If I can go to a match later in the season and see some good play and have some, I'm here for the entertainment value. I am. Not I don't think here we need for to win garlic the cup fries every year. I'm not here and for garlic fries. Fucking hat game and the hydros. No. All right, talk Anyb- to me, Goose. Anybody got time for that? I love Sour Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, when Nate shows up, he is my what what guy. He, he, he's Tell like, him. He's the Andy Richter that sits in the corner. Tell just, him. just giggles. Yeah. Lambo. No, I, honestly, I just, just, I losing is so much better when you're competitive rather yeah. than oh god, just just let's just play for ninety minutes and try not to get a goal conceded because exactly. we're and you know we're just. I agree with that. I agree whiskey, that we are like sucks. whiskey dick. We can't know. score. What at that out? <laughs> We're in deep shit now, kids. I think you want to take a break. <laughs> Oof, man. Okay. Are there any other injuries to report before we move on from Portland and take a quick break? Lairdum's still out. Um, don't know his project. You know, mm-hmm. I, we should have hit up uh, uh, Rolo and see what his story is. Uh, see if he goes to the training and, and can tell us. Well, you saw uh, uh, Buana. 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 He's Rolo, back. He was rolling around. Yeah. But- Practice the other day. They see me rolling. <laughs> they hate it. So yeah, rolling so, around in a bad way? No, oh, yeah, no he's yeah. got the one of those knee scooters. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. Yeah. So Buana's yeah. still out. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I mean. Oh, I remember that picture. Yeah, he's like, hey, he's a practice. Well, so, so you mentioned, <laughs> while you while you got your thoughts, uh, Leardham's still injured. That's unfortunate. 
Uh, if anybody in the Sounders is listening, stop playing Christian Roldan at freaking right back. <laughs> Holy shit. He's not a right back. And, I'm, uh, and It's so, so terrible. Christian Roldan is not a right back. If you do not have the faith in McCrary to play him as right back, why is he on the roster? Mm -hmm. This idea that we sign these younger players to play as backups would rather play other younger players out of position because we have no faith in our backups is demonstrative of a lack of faith in these younger players in the first place. And, and that's, I think, dem that's demonstrative of the flawed roster management. Like this roster is terribly constructed. Every time I see McCrary take the field, he's got this look on his face like, which way did he go, boss? Yeah, he, just, he, like, he wants he to looks run. so and, dumb. See, what, what I feel Schmetzer and the FO are doing at this point is the same thing we used to do with when we used to play uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, where you've got some awesome players, but <laughs> hey, Boom Jackson is really fast. What if I put him at wide receiver? Oh, hey, my tight end is is really good. I, maybe he maybe he can be fullback for me. No, we just we've got good players, and if we do have to continue to use them in the right spots, yes, maybe maybe you bench maybe you bench Dempsey to start this match. Oh yes, so Please. that we can have <laughs> an attacking trio, and then put ben, and then we can move guys in later in the game and shift them around. I think we started rolled on at right back so that when we pulled uh victor rodriguez we could shift players around and, and that happened and that's, either that's put exactly on what happened yeah right. but i think rolled on didn't he stay at right back the whole time i mean no, we brought mccrary and did he came on late if i remember right but i mean i don't remember who went where but obviously that was the we brought in wolf yeah well, wolf but looked good it stunts the development of your young players it really when you does won't play them in a position yep. so now freaking it's a Christian german thing roll, roll, i will throw this microphone Woo! <laughs> it's a german thing <laughs> yeah and the, the, uh, well, Schmetzer? No. <laughs> I, uh, just given the German performance of the World Cup, giving Klinsmann, yeah. I'm just not ready for that level of shade right now. Somebody mm -hmm. actually said today on Twitter, we need to get Klinsmann for Germany. I'm like, go right ahead. <laughs> no, but, so you're, you're stunting Roldan's development as well, either a number six or number eight by playing him out of position at and right it back. it made sense. I, so my theory about how how why they did what they did with Roald Don was to sh was was that they wanted to show him and help him understand the roles that he'd be supporting in his primary role. They Nate's shaking his head I'm like shaking, I'm shaking. They put him in because he's a box to box no, midfielder no, and can have him push up from the right hand side. Not in that game, play. but in his yeah. early development oh. when they're bouncing him around earlier in the season. No, they brought him no, they were playing him at right back last season because they went into the season with a flawed roster, okay. which is why they had signed Leardham in the first place. Okay. Like if, All right. If, well, my theory sucks. Well, no, okay. no, but if look at Schmetz, I, I'm a fan of yours. I like you. We've hey, Brian. You, we, he doesn't met. listen to the show. Come on the show sometime. Nobody listens to the show. We've You've met. seen the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. If, Dozens of you. If you do not have Actually, we're faith, at like 900. Stop that. <laughs> if you don't have faith Thank in McCrary you. and Alfaro, send them to Tacoma or send them home yep. and bring in players who you have faith in. Like the, the coach is demonstrating with his roster choices that he literally does not have faith in professional athletes who are on the roster. So why are they on the GD roster? So why you noted uh, that Felix Jenkum has been promoted to the senior roster God. this week. Uh, so <laughs> the Sounders signed Shinkum to the senior roster. No, a couple weeks ago when Broom was injured and then didn't play them, didn't play him in his first game was eligible and didn't play him in the open cup. And so now Shinkum's not playing for S1 or S2, but training with S1. Like it's just, it's, just, it's, it's, oh, fuck. it's asinine. It's fucking asinine. I'm sorry. It is. I'm taking a break.
All right. And I'm coming that. out of the booth. <laughs> <laughs> I never have bum on the air. God damn it. <laughs> hey, John, what do you think of the uh, show so far? Are you having a good time? Oh, yeah, definitely. Right I love, on. I love seeing Nate a little bit more uh, unchained. Yeah. <laughs> Nate is generally, uh, Dirtbag Nate is generally <laughs> off the hook. It's my favorite I love Nate. this dude. It's he, my, favorite, it's my Nate. favorite Nate as well. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and take a little bit of a break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes uh, with the second half of this episode of the Flounders B-Team Podcast. coming from from uh, Garber Bucks can we anytime use, soon, right? Can we use uh, 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 Torres' sell-off money? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how, yeah, well, what's his transfer fee, though? 300000 I mean, really, his what's his value on transfer market right the pesos? now? Torres. He's, he's the, he's the, We're live, by the way. Oh. Torres is the captain of the second or third best team in CONCACAF and is incredibly popular in Latin America. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also a center back who's over 30, 500000 maybe. Okay, Google. Order peanut butter. Hey, you're talking to mine now. <laughs> Everybody's phone's like, ah. right. <laughs> Transfer market. Torres. My guess is 500,000. Survey says. So, oh, a, you're you're pretty close. As a run man. Um, what is the exchange rate between the dollar and the euro? 1.12 oh, 1. 1 or 1.2. Okay. So dollar's stronger? No. Euro's stronger. Okay. So he's, um, he's probably at about three quarter of a million then, because uh, he's at six hundred fifty thousand euro yeah, on okay. transfer market. So that that seems reasonable. That seems like a good valuation to me. I mean, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> All right, bring us back, Potfish. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Flounders B Team podcast. I am here in studio, of course, with Nate Bowling, our perennial co-host, Mister Tim Hamilton, who doesn't miss a show for nothing. Present. Present and our very illustrious guest, Mr. John Murphy of Tacoma, Washington. I'm right here. Friend of Pod, fan of Sounder. All right. Most days. So looking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no shit. Uh, speaking of which, we want to close out our discussion uh, with respect to Portland coming up this weekend. Uh, attacking threats on Portland's side. We've got Adi, who may or may not be playing. We've got uh, um, Diego Valeri. Valeri, who uh may or may not be playing. Be like, playing who do we who do we think that that portland's gonna throw up against this team charo. blanco you say blanco blanco charo i valeri, I, I, valeri i'll say yeah. this man I, that's this game i'm looking three nil three one it's like, not gonna yeah, be pretty like, they're, they're gonna come in and trying and try to humiliate us mm-hmm. and they're gonna be they're gonna find very successful time doing so yeah. uh diego chara and Ozzy Alonso have basically competed with Kyle Beckerman to be the best defensive midfielder in MLS over the last decade, essentially. And Char is healthy. Red card over under. For Ozzy? Cumulative for both Chara? teams. 
Ozzy's going out. Under two? <laughs> first, first half. John Murphy. First half. Okay, Ozzy yeah. out, first half. No, so if Ozzy does not if Ozzy does not get injured or a red card, I'll pay you ten bucks. All right. Done. Dale. Shake on this. <laughs> done. Absolutely. I will yeah. take that. I'll take the under. So injured or red card. <laughs> your actual ten bucks. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I'm always I want to be optimistic. I want to find a way that uh, that Brian Meredith is going to uh, save our bacon. Oh, Christ. That's right. The fry thing. Oh, God. I forgot about that entirely. Hoping, hoping. So he, he, you know, tomorrow he, it could be that he's going to work and it's going to be I, fine. I think this is just I mean, he got leveled by <sighs> Alan, fucking dick in his shoe. Dude, and that I, I don't care. <sighs> I he am led with his re- hands he, and his shoulder and just knocked him yeah. down. Yeah, well, and that's why that should have been a, a, a that should have been an ejection. No, definitely. In my Let's mind, that should have been an involved. ejection. It wasn't even a yellow card. It even. wasn't even a fucking yellow. Well, he called the game because he didn't want to fart around with the the. We we're out of subs. He didn't. We we're in extra time already. He didn't. The referee uh, Villarreal or whatever his name is didn't want to mess around with you know getting a jersey on uh Harry Ship and have him tuck it into his socks. <laughs> he is the Mike McGee in that situation. You were so fucking deep with all this shit, dude. Like like there's there's levels, bruv. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he called the game. I I'm hoping the disciplinary committee can come in and and look at this stuff. He but he's they're just, not gonna. No. They're not gonna. I, I, I was the commentators livid. were like, well, I mean, he was going for the ball. It's fine. He had a chance. He had just as much right to the ball as the other guy you did. Don't, you, as a keeper, you protect yourself. You right. can raise your knee. You don't raise your knee when you're going in on a header with a keeper. Nope. Uh, you want on that Wheaties box yeah. so bad that you're willing to knock out. Uh, that's Bash Brothers bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I almost <laughs> came out of the booth. and I, I was close <laughs> enough to jump on. The, I. All right. <laughs> So Stefan Fry may or may not be playing. They've got an attacking uh attacking suite against us that is is probably pretty strong and it doesn't look like we're gonna we're gonna get a result out of that match. Can I be real? I've watched yeah. Brian Meredith play at Tacoma a lot this season. We're in trouble. It's rough, dude. We're we're in trouble. Hey, people I can lo- have good I, days. If you put Kelly Brown against Meredith, Kelly Brown all day, every day. No. Not at all. I watch Kelly Brown play against Las Vegas <laughs> and Samuel Choa. Uh, Fernando Fernando Adi is a better player than Samuel Choa. Yeah. We're in trouble. See, Kelly Brown is is just <laughs> gifted by nature that he has to. You know, he pretty much could stand up and push the the crossbar up with his shoulders and yeah. not even. He has to duck under. Brian Meredith, for what you know, for his limitations, he's he a little hard. smaller. He works twice as hard. You have to work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. He is the. Messi, the Romando <laughs> of, uh, of 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 second string goalkeepers. Finish my sentence. No, but I mean, he he's he's a solid backup. And yeah. he, do you remember Andrew Weber, the guy uh, yeah. that played yep, for yep. us and for Portland? Yep, yep. He's like Andrew Weber. I mean, he'll he the backup quarterback. He he could win you one or two games or not lose you one or two games. But if you play him the whole season, you know why he's a backup. He'll, he can rise to the occasion once, and think, that's all it takes. I think I saw on Sounder at Heart earlier. Meredith's record is three five and three Woo. as a starter. So Woo. I've seen Meredith three wins, baby. Start. Yeah. Hey, how what what are our odds in the uh, MLS Cup? Stop it. 50-50. I've seen... You just need Butterside up once. 
<laughs> I've seen Meredith play some great games. Why am I the optimistic one here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, fam. This is bizarre. Like fucking Debbie Downer most of the time. There's that uh, open cup uh, game where he's playing for the Kitsap Pumas. Uh, he played out of his mind. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meredith, but that's against the Kitsap Pumas. Well, no, he was it playing was for, the for the Pumas against us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Trying to get his job back. Yeah, so Meredith, <laughs> Meredith can go out there and make some like out of his mind saves. Uh, but also he's he's limited. There's a reason why he's playing where he's at. And Callie Brown has a better physical skill set, but suffers from an acute case of tactical naivete. And uh, they, Valeria yeah. and Adi and Blanco will will exploit Eat that. that up. Like this yeah, game, is, this game has the chance to be really, really brutal. <clears throat> All right. I just think because Meredith is shorter, that the fast twitch muscle, like the kind of it just it the signals travel. Much faster and a shorter person than the tall person. <laughs> if you support the Seattle Sounders, you need to be hoping for Stephen Fry to be able to play on. Yeah, on no, absolutely right. Uh, and so there was recently a poll done on, uh, I think it was either Sounder at Heart or MLS.com as to the Sounders player of the year so far. And Stephen Fry got like 94%. Oh, duh. He yeah. has been absolutely the greatest asset to that team may like I, he I, has saved us from absolute humiliation as opposed to abject humiliation i've said before we're squandering fry's peak years oh yeah we're squandering marshall's twilight oh, yeah. years well, we're squandering alonzo's twilight years it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's bad it's talking about fry sadness. What, i wish we could have him now that stuff has come out about his contract and whatnot i wish we could have him back to to talk about that like so what is the plan? I mean, we can't pay you more because the league won't let us. He wouldn't say anything about it. He's too classy for that. Man. No, he is, well, he did. He actually he, is, he actually spoke a lot about it. Uh, in, if you can read between in, the lines, in, in, yeah, he is a fucking professional. Like, he's a professional. He he's is, good with media. Ever, he's like he, like hitman professional. He's legit dude. He doesn't. He just he and you could see you know when you're talking about reading in between the lines. In his comments, he won't even out people for being assholes and and worthless. He's he. You know, whatever. Uh, uh, maybe knew who had too many uh, uh, fish and chips the the night before a game. <laughs> he he basically just says we need to be professional here. You need to know yourself and <laughs> know what's going to give you the mud butt <laughs> middle of a game and not eat that on game day. Ding dong. Don't eat the mud butt. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> so, don't, don't, eat, what I'm don't eat Ivers clam chowder <laughs> immediately before a game. I'd like to get out of mud butt if possible. I want to <laughs> talk about whiskey. So. Can we do that? Oh, Adam, or what do you got? No, I'm sorry, boss. Is there somebody named Adam? Yeah, Matt, set this up, <laughs> please, Nathan. Please set this up for us. So, listeners, it's Darby you Week. Set them up. It's Darby Week, and so we have a Portland uh, bourbon and a uh, Seattle bourbon. Mm-hmm. The Portland bourbon, Stephen, is yours, right? Nate, yeah, Sarah and I took a uh, day trip down to Portland one day, yep. uh, not to support. They have a, uh, a distillery row, basically, where there's eight or nine distilleries in the same area. We visited four of them. And uh, one of them was uh, the the Portland, Oregon, Garyana finished, small batch, Burnside, Oregon oaked bourbon, which is a blended bourbon whiskey finished with Oregon oak. Patchouli oil. It's over. <laughs> it doesn't smell like patchouli oil. I, I don't know if I could drink that, but it is overproof. It's a 92. And this Burnside bourbon Hints is black tar developed. Uh, oh, this is this is this. <laughs> it's a black tar. I didn't. You just roll right in there. That's beautiful. Oh, man. Carry on, sir. Yeah. China White. <laughs> uh, I believe Burnside is the only distillery in Oregon that's publicly traded on the NASDAQ, which is all you need to know. Yeah, it's not a, okay. Uh, We didn't find that until after we purchased the booze, but um, lightly finished with a subtle character of 
Guercus Gariana, the glorious Oregon oak. Um, so tasting notes for this guy. Murph, you had to take on it. Go ahead. I just, I mean, it was good. Just a little too sweet for my taste. It's sweet. Brewing. It's very corny. Yeah. Um, corny. So I think they, no, I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's a corn based liquor for sure. Right. And there isn't a whole lot of uh, development to it. It's uh, to me, it's, it's, it hasn't been aged a whole long yeah. time. It's, uh, it's very reminiscent of kind of the white lightning stuff you get from that uh, shady ass place right. in heritage. Exactly. Yeah. I think another three, three to five years. That would yeah, probably, it would be delicious as a rum man. It, it's actually like, if you like rum, it's the mm-hmm. rum man's bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> and I love corn-based liquor, and I love the corn flavor, but this is not a sipper. This is something you get kind of fucked up on on a Saturday afternoon. All right. And then, Murph, you brought? Uh, the uh, Backbeat Bourbon from uh, good old Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking for something local, that local made that I hadn't had before. Saw that sitting on the shelf. And, it's got a uh, wolf on it. Good. Yeah. That's pretty sexy. Thought it would be uh, a good addition, so. Also overproof. Oh. Yeah, overproof. Also overproof. Yeah. Same proof, 92%. Yeah. Or 90 pr- 92 proof, which is... Forty six percent. All right, great. Could you divide by two? I <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. no. I got the math. In a nutshell, if you just take the bottle and fill it up forty two percent with pure alcohol, then the rest is just water and other shit. Take that from a beverage distributor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that's what the percentage is. Science behind. Yeah. Science, oh, bitch. <laughs> so what's the verdict between the two? This is a competition between the Portland bourbon and the Seattle bourbon. Nate I'm, Bowling, what's your assessment? I, I enjoy the Portland bourbon. The Seattle one has a little burn to it. <clears throat> uh, but uh, 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 I you're just Mar- not a bourbon guy. I like old granddad. Yeah, well. <laughs> then this uh, Burnside Oregon Oak bourbon is probably for you. Pass it back again. Yes, sir. Murph, give us some wisdom here. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of the backbeat. Uh, this you know the Seattle bourbon. I I like the I like that kind of the little bit of a hit that little bit of cinnamon yep. taste to it. Uh, and kind of has a nice note of it in the back, and uh, just that it just has a little bit more of a punch. And I, I note on the on the back label it says seventy five percent corn, twenty one percent rye, and four percent barley malt. Um, it's high in corn. I it's high in corn, but it's also rye is a significant. There's a significant uh, difference in the flavor notes in a rye uh, or something that's heavy in rye. In my mind, it's just got a little bit of a more. I don't know, middle tongue kind of uh, sophistication. What if you only have half a tongue? Well, then (laughs) it'll be front of your tongue. It's not going to be the front half. (laughs) Well, it will be at that point. (laughs) The back half is the front Because you can't just cut out the back half of the tongue. You only put... put Anyway. Really? (laughs) So you'll be rye forward in that case, sir. Sir. It's the spice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, listener questions. Uh, We do have some questions from some listeners, and that's kind of generally how that works. But I can do questions if you want, Steve. No, I got it, buddy. Because nobody wants to hear what I have to say. All right. Were there listener questions? Shannon Matthews, a friend of show, goalkeeper coach for Kitsap Pumas. Uh, Pumas. (laughs) Shanmat72 on the Twitters. Uh, He has a prediction. Uh, He says the Sam Rogers will be the starting number five next year on the first team. Uh, Our team is too heavily reliant on a one-footed Jordan Morris, but hey, he's a homegrown. So uh, he's predicting a continued reduction in overall team salary as the model is changing and the sell-off of some high-powered academy kids is apparently forthcoming. Any comments? 
the Sounders are going to be able to reinvest Clint Dempsey, Osvaldo Alonso salaries, and they and, and Torres probably next season. And they need to make sure they hit on those. Uh, in addition, he's right. There's some great academy kids who are going to come up and could be sold off, and like that would be good for the team as well. So, I, I don't. He's not wrong. What's uh, uh what's rolled on worth? I mean, because he's he's coming up. The problem is he's coming up at the end of his uh, rookie contract, right? Didn't we talk about this in, in years past? Yeah, yeah. Are we going to be able to pay him what? he deserves or are we going to have to ship him out anyone i i hope that they make a concession to pay him what he deserves where's it coming from is this is this coming from clint dempsey the the torres the you know is this a is he a tam player at that point now that he can play right back (laughs) i so i think next season we should be prepared to see to not see clint dempsey to not see torres to not see alonzo to not see svensson and to see an increase in the salary cap. And I think that keeps keeps him here. I'll say that like he has more value. To, he and Jordan Morris are in an interesting situation where they have more value to the Sounders Us. organization than they do on the market in Europe. And that's so to our benefit. Is he uh, is he like a German second division or, or French division type? You know, I, I think all Americans are going abroad should go to go play in, in Holland. Um, and right. I think that he would develop well there. Uh I, I think I, I don't think the Sounders are dumb enough to let Roldan go. Like they've we've talked before about like their investment in the boys and like their marketing campaigns. Hmm. Um, yeah, if, if if they're letting go of Ozzy and Clint, you can't let go Roldan too. Like that's that's a bridge too far. That on top of loss is a bridge too far. Right. It breaks it breaks the team at that point because I, I would anticipate losing Chad Marshall next season too. Yeah, I, I, I've been saying that also. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would hope gone. so just for his sake. I think he. I mean, he's he's had a very good career. Yeah. Uh, not only with the Sounders, but just in general. And no, I think it just not that he's bad. No, like, no, just, no, he's, yeah. he's held I, up significantly better than a lot of guys do at his age. But I think it's. I totally, I totally expected that he would have been uh, rolled down to uh, LA Galaxy along with uh, Siggy Schmidt. Right. Frankly, Siggy's about to get rolled out of there. As I say, he can get in a car and Ziggy will be out by the time he makes it down there. Man, fam, it's ugly. Um, so Alex Caulfield, and this wasn't to us. Alex or is at asking. Us. Oh, no, he's not asking oh. questions. Um, but he has this random picture from the archives: Argentinian baller Marcos Rojo with Garth back in two sixteen at Starfire during Copa America Centenario. What a day for this dude! Do you think that's a possible scouting Hell opportunity? Hell no. No, 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 no! All right, that's 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 <laughs> a reach. That's. Tell me about the reach. That, no, that's that's There's like no saying way. it's like saying uh shoot, I don't know. Uh, uh Taylor Swift liked one of my <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's getting pretty serious. And it was serious. really like one of the uh one of her interns that handles her social media. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, so I, I Marcus I, Rojo's playing for Man United yeah. He's sitting on uh, He's Argentinian playing on Man United. I mean that that's a man can dream. Is we're ever going to get a man can dream? A you, man can dream. Do you have an eighteen million euro dream? I do. My we're dreams we're going to get the forty five year old Suarez before this kid comes by. Fact. All right, Wrinkle Wednesday from Fry. Uh, condolences, Stefan Fry. We love you. Yeah, he had to put uh, Nala down too, hmm. or Chloe. One of the two. It was Nala. Uh, so random questions from Yates Twitter, from Yakima, from anima, uh, uh, anonymous Twitter followers. Uh, why do you think Clint Dempsey is playing the full ninety still? Go, John Schmetz from Tacoma. Afraid, afraid to sit him at this point. I don't think Schmetzer has control, fully control of the team. Yep, he's letting those superstars just kind of do what they want at this point. Okay, Some. what are the consequences if he doesn't sit him? 
if he does sit him, what Third are the, what the are the consequences he's scared of? Extended vacation for Dempsey as he just finds his way back to Nacogdoches. I don't know. I mean, that's all I can really think of is him just walking. Sunk cost fallacy for sure. Yeah, yeah. It definitely sunk cost fallacies happening all over this team. Yeah, or there's so there's something in Dempsey's contract where he can't sit for a certain. There, there's got to be some sort of. I, I he's got that restless leg syndrome. Yeah. I think that they're. <laughs> Clint will throw a fit and yeah. poison. I think the belief is Clint will throw a fit and poison the locker room. But like, I if if being uh, awful doesn't poison the locker room, right? Um, exactly. Like <laughs> morale is totally. Point, yeah. yeah, we're really going to sink just, morale at this point. For the video of, of Clint Fuck. Dempsey just gutting fish. Yep. In the middle, in the middle right. of the locker room. <laughs> the locker room. <laughs> he just he, he rolls in from the bay <laughs> on whatever on whatever Brian Schmetzer jersey was like in a frame. <laughs> You know, in a hallway somewhere. He's got his fish cooler in here. He just <laughs> slaps out the newspaper, yep. gets the boning knife, and his says, fuck of, it. Of Lone Star and just uh, calls, <laughs> calls it. Uh, he and right. Nico were drawn at one another He uh, during the game, uh, Chicago game. You could just see that, he, I don't know, if he just wants... Uh, you, you can't put the ball into space for him, so I think it's... It's got to be a target. He wants balls that he's he's three quarters of a stride too slow to get to. Yeah, yeah. no, I, that's absolutely is. true. Yeah, Bing. That's what um, happens when you get over thirty. And every time I see Clint Dempsey now, like the fire is out of his eyes. Every time I see him get up off the ground, he's just like, oh, "Fuck, my bones hurt." Mm-hmm. He's almost he's almost Dad Marshall. Like I'm too old for this. Shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> seriously, Chad, Chad doesn't. Be- Chad, every day Chad just has like, oh, God, what am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ron from Rainier says, why isn't Wolf getting starts? Clint Dempsey. Well, we have a healthy ship now. Nope, no, we Maybe. don't. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. He's a tough kid. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be run through walls in no time. <laughs> no, so If it fits, it ships. <laughs> Going forward, if I'm ruler of the world, which I'm not, Clint Dempsey minutes are Wolf minutes. Okay. Alan Gordon minutes. If he could score goals in the like Alan Gordon can score goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's out there for you know elbows and Gordon's goals for ninety is like seven. <laughs> Lynn from Lacey asks, "Where did Alex Roldan go? Who cares?" <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Who was that? Well, we have. I mean, we have Ozzy back, so our central midfield is our defensive midfield is is you know when we get Svensson back, we're we're gonna have to find room for everybody so it's a good problem to have but right now i mean somebody's always hurt so uh, i'm all over the board here but uh, i think because we have rodriguez at attacking midfielder and ozzy back we just don't have a spot for alex i'll go back to my two yeah that's so when we drafted rolled on i i said on the thread and you all i'm super stoked about watching rolled on boss uh in the s2 midfield next year and instead i've watched him play a ton of minutes with the senior team uh, I, he should be getting the majority of his minutes with us yeah. too. Like I heard today that he's he's played more minutes in his rookie season than Christian did. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, so. Uh, could we just pause and then three, two, one? I think he's going to be played in S two. And Are we going to make the playoffs? Asked Tom from Tonino. <laughs> you really are doing that. I am. <laughs> Um, Pete from the Proctor District. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think I think we are. I think You're smoked. No, okay. You know, like <laughs> I said, this is this is I don't know, man. Here where you know we are like freaking just the shit 
and we're going to start to come mm-hmm. up, and it's going to be exciting just in time for people to start making those phone calls to to get us to renew our tickets. Yeah, to say are their first season ticket <laughs> repayment plan. <laughs> payment. That's where it's going to get started. Getting excited. I think unless we don't get help from other teams getting injured to their players that are actually putting it in the back of the net, Sanders aren't making the playoffs. But the West, the West is so winnable right now. Kansas City's going to shit the bed. If it's so winnable, why the hell are we in 10th place? <laughs> like it's, no, I am just saying all we got to do is just get healthy and then we start the mo- we, we're, we're three, what, just, We just three games a, in hand on Kansas City. We just on, need a reset. It'll be uh, on, on Vancouver, I think we okay. only have one on Kansas City. So the verdict is no. We're not going to make the playoffs, yeah, the, right? The game's played is, is pretty screwed oh, up. Jesus, the world's upside down because I'm the optimistic one. <laughs> You're John, the fucking Eeyore in this group. I'm never gonna make it. Thanks for <laughs> Nobody pays attention to me. <laughs> John, have you ever been in a cockpit before? Yes. Yes. Is that in a plane or like <laughs> airplane uh, fighting cockpit. chickens? No, uh, helicopter. When I, I was in the Cub Scouts oh, and Boy Scouts as a helicopter. kid. I used to do some tours of Fort Lewis. Nice. So that, that's about it. I, I was right in the on. Navy during my military years. You so. got to indoctrinate them young Eagle Scouts into the military mindset. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, it got me Wait, uh, advanced rank. Hold on. Hold on. So. What's up, baby? Don't look at it. Just get, how many points back do you think we are, Casey? 27. We already talked about this, didn't we? Did we? Vancouver. Wait, is KC first? Yeah, they're number Just, one. Don't even think about it. Just how many points back are we? 32. We're 20 points back. Fuck. Like, we're, we're 20 points out of first place. Holy it's only seven shit. wins, bro. Yeah, 32 is high. <laughs> it's only seven wins. Only right? seven wins. That's fewer wins than we have on the season. We do have three, three games in hand on, or two games in hand on KC. Because Kansas City doesn't take any of those every win, breaks. Every win, every, every game's a must-win game now. Every game's the final. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm hearing the players say, which is exactly what leadership is telling them. And that is exactly what they... That's just facts. It's Well, it is facts, but it's bullshit. Because it's right. like, if they don't win every single game, you're setting these guys up for a psychological fucking disaster. No, 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 no. No, you no, are. No, 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 no. Psychological disaster. No, this is a must-win game because you put yourself in this position. There what it the is. players do, there you motherfucker! No, <laughs> it's not the players' goddamn fault. Who I fuck is none of your business. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna flip this table, but this equipment is on it, so I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no, yeah, of course they're all must win games. It's we, of we course they about are, but that's not how you. But that's not how you frame it to the players because if the players miss, if they play, if they drop a single game. Like that's not leadership. In the last two or three years of this, it's not leadership. That's not. That's not how you lead men. He went to flip his own table and decided <laughs> against it. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna flip a coin here. <laughs> All right. So, Tim, you ever been in a cockpit? Uh, yes, at the uh, Narrows Plaza bowling alley, there was a video game. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Cool awesome. beans. Afterburner. Afterburner. Yeah, that afterburner. Shit. Yep. That when you're a kid, Bank that right. takes like your. That's almost two weeks allowance, right? Kid there. boner, right there. Yep. Twenty dollars a piece. Bitches. <laughs> I don't know if I spent if I went through money faster there. Or my first time at the Emerald Queen Casino. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm actually really glad you went casino. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. So thank Nate, you. Thank you. cockpit. I was in the Air Force, of course. Okay. Have you ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> Not yet. All right. Uh, you ever uh, dragged Bill and Beer down the court? You ever seen a grown man naked? That's the next question. <laughs> Is it really? It's, yeah. He just did the airplane cockpit <laughs> questions. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Nelson. My bad. God rest his soul. He was a funny man. Yeah, he was a funny man. <laughs> All right. 
And okay, so uh, <laughs> this one's no, this one's real. Go ahead. <laughs> Kevin from Proctor says, "Why do only white people want to tell me that Paul Pogba is lazy?" <laughs> Story time really fast. <laughs> so Kevin and I were at Doyle's yesterday watching some World Cup. By the way, I was there this morning. I'll be there tomorrow. Join me if you want to. Welcome. Uh, and This show won't come out till after the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Shots. Congratulations, Belgium. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> and it's a congratulations, Germany. If I would have said congratulations, Germany, then... So, <laughs> Tim, you are a dick. I love you, man. Kevin <laughs> and Steve. Sorry, so Kevin and some dude who was reading some like Christian self help book and wearing a like. Oh Jesus! Nice. Wearing yes, a, that's what the book was titled. <laughs> and wearing a. Mid, oh Jesus! I'm gonna finish this. <laughs> and wearing a mid '90s USA jersey. Ah! Uh, after the Argentina Nigeria game and whatever the other game was. Uh, I was ranting about the handball because Nigeria was robbed. But anyway, mm-hmm. yep. somehow got in a debate about like the flaws in the United roster. And this dude was adamant that like Pogba was the problem because he's lazy. And Kevin was not having it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I actually walked out because I was like, I, I don't have this in me right now. And like Kevin was just like, no. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was good actually. It was and really you came the back DJ's and record going. just skipped. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin was just like, Pogba's lazy. Huh? How come nobody says that about? And then went off like seven names, and I'm just like. <laughs> and for the record, I went back to Doyle's today, and same dude was there. He's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Nothing. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna have my Caesar salad in peace. You are not talking to me." <laughs> All right, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, wait, wait, one, one more. more. But wait, who do we more. miss more? 2015 Clint Dempsey or last season's Joven Jones? Oba. Talking about Oba. Oomba. I have nicknamed yeah. my son Baba Femi Martins. <laughs> the one that's still in the womb. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, that you, one's not. That one's getting crossed off the list. 2015 Clint Dempsey without Oba Femi. There it is. You want Deuce. You, you, that, you that, want Deuce without Oba Femi. I, I, you can't have 2015 gotcha. Clint Dempsey Tracking. isn't shit without Oba Femi Martins. I don't think. Right. So, so, some goals, but not not as many as he did. So what I'm hearing from the peanut gallery is that Oba, I'm sorry, that Clint Dempsey's always been overrated, and he's only <laughs> no, shut up, no, 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 no. So back up. Clint Dempsey is the best soccer player in U.S. history. Clint Dempsey has passed his prime and has been played out of position with no help all season, and is washed at the moment. Clint Dempsey is 2018 Michael Jordan. 65-year-old Michael Jordan. <laughs> so he just run around telling people, what do you say? Oh, he's the, he's the best and LeBron's the best. No, no, he is 2018 no, Michael so, Jordan. Okay, so, so let's... Let, I, 20 years past his I want to be honest about this really fast. Like, right. Clinton Dempsey is the leading goal scorer in Sounders history in a, in a moment. Mm-hmm. He's tied for all-time Sounders uh, goal scorer. He's tied or like... Freddie one, had a better uh, what, goals per In two and game. a half years. Right. But so Freddie did it in two and a half years. Clint Dempsey's done it in... Four? He's one behind Landon for all time for the U.S. team. Okay, like Clint Dempsey is the best American soccer player of all time. Clint Dempsey is is he, he right now? He's Willie Mays, like wandering around in the outfield for the Mets or the Giants, wherever he went after his prime. The Mets, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I would uh, any parting shots, John Murphy. 
I have a. <laughs> Damn it, Tim. <laughs> He's been wearing it for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> I do have a small glimmer of hope about Saturday. I hope my uh, afternoon is nice at the stadium. Yeah. For my first time for the 2018 campaign. You want to make a bet? Where are you setting? No, I do not want to make a bet. I am a much <laughs> smarter person than that. But I do have some small glimmer of hope that will, uh, no matter how bad the Sounders do, will always exist. Um, but that glimmer is very small compared to uh, the impending reality of mm-hmm. this season. That I feel it's going to be tough. Team, and so. and if if we can stand up and uh, kind of figure out what's going on with our roster, and if we can make the most of changes and make the most of what we should have learned by now with respect to players' capabilities, where they fit, and how they can fit together, I think we can do very well. I don't see that happening. And I'll be in 121, by the way. You'll be in 121. Yeah. That's right. So you're in support, or you're 121 above? Upper, upper yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'll well, come down for the TFO. You'll, you'll be coming down. Double, the double Don't letters. come down for TFO. Just yeah. come down. I think uh, I'll be in the supporter section because I sold off my other tickets, and I'm sitting with a couple cool. people. And Nate, are you going to be there, or are you traveling? I'll be flying back from Dallas. Okay. Tim, you going to be there? I'll be painting the in-laws house. Okay. That I sounds like a lot of fun. for cash. Cash money. All right. So, Tim, parting shots. Oh, no, I was just hoping that the team will – I'm hoping the coaching staff will use the team uh, and not be so married to the 4-2-3-1 yeah. and just – you know, if you, I really want Nuhu just to defend. And uh, I, I've seen I've seen Nuhu play dimes like from corner to corner. I've seen mm-hmm. Dempsey play dimes from corner. I've seen everybody play decent balls forward. So how about we just keep our defenders in the back to defend Bunker and then counter with our attacking players and, and let's just call it – Call it what is, tra- I mean, not trap games, derby games, all all things go out the window. I mean, we've been really good teams going into Portland, and Portland's been really sorry, and then they've they've found a way to clip us, and then vice versa. Well, I don't know how many wins they've had in Seattle, but no matter how good a team comes up, the, the rivalry games just bring, you know, it it, it just gets ugly, and we can, we can play ugly for sure. It's been, we've been doing it all year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nathan, parting shots. I apologize for coming off as negative, but the Seattle Sounders need to be better. That's it. Right on. I'm a man. I'm 40. (laughs) (laughs) This is Steve. Uh, You've been listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. You can find us at Flounders B Team on the Twitter. You can also subscribe to our podcast at floundersbteam.com or subscribe to all of our Channel 253 podcasts and become a member at channel253.com slash membership. Thank you so much for being uh, listeners and supporters. If you have any questions, if you'd like to reach out, please give us a holler on Twitter. That's our main place where we uh, talk about what's going on here in Tacoma, what's going on for S2, what's going on for the Seattle Sounders and uh, any away travel we may be participating in. So with that, thank you so much for being. uh, (laughs) What are you giggling about over there? The cockpit Turkish prison. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And with that, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week with a little bit more from your Seattle Sounders. This is Channel 253.
Bye-bye.